And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruits and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. Donna Dort. Donna Dort. Donna Dort. This is Lee Dort, and I'm Donna Dunk. This is Lee Dort, and I'm Donna Dort. I'm Josh Giddy, and I'm down to Dunk. Hey, this is Kenny Hustle, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Pokey, and I'm down to dunk. I love cereal. Captain Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cracklin' Oat Brand. Oh, I can have these. I'm going to share with my team, but I'm a hog most Episode one zero nine zero of down two and dunk. You can find us on the athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get the athletic for 30% off. I am Luke joined this morning by Andrew. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool, pretty damn cool. Slam through. And Taylor. Andrew was so sleepy this morning. We were oh sitting my. outside of his house waiting so for So sleepy. I think you were making up for long for for lost sleep. What what do you know what you call making up for lost sleep? Mm-mm. Mel atonement. <laughs> go to sleep. Go to sleep. Don't tell me to go back go to sleep. To I sleep, would go back to sleep. Easy. Andrew, sleepy pee pee. Who's the sleepy PP now? Now you know how it feels. I yeah. Do. You know what? I'm eating crow. You're eating a little bit of egg on your face. There, there is crow in my eggs on my face <laughs> this morning. That is correct. We got me and Taylor got here bright and early. Right on what time, time. What time did you guys get here? I got here about 6.04. Oh, got here about 5.30. Yeah, he was here. been waiting for a long time. And then the house you know dark. I apologize. Andrew, sleepy. I slept, through, slept through two alarms. I slept through my backup alarm even. Were you, dream- wow. Were you having good dreams? I was dreaming something. I'm trying oh, to don't, hey, don't talk about your dreams. on. I here, do man. not want to tell you. Actually. Do not talk about your dreams. It's on okay. There's nothing more personal. I don't share my dreams with people. All right. <laughs> so the Thunder had the perfect game the other night. The perfect tanking basketball game the ending of that game was art it was i loved it it. was it art or was it fart no no it was basketball art it was the best thing ever i mean bart shea gets the ball they inbound it to him the pelicans are trying to foul the last two minute report says he indeed get he indeed did get fouled but they didn't call it he just kind of throws up this prayer of a shot from about half court about 30 feet or whatever hits that shot you think oh wow we're going to overtime 
that kind of sucks. <laughs> and then, and then Devonte Graham hits the longest shot to win a game in 25 years. Wow, that's so awesome. 61 feet. Win. Yeah, Something 61 like feet is what is what the uh, NBA.com tells us. It was such a whiplash of feeling. It's like, oh yeah, and just like, oh my goodness <laughs> for me it was like oh no oh yeah you know it was it was incredible just an incredible way to lose a game that's it's, how you want to lose you want to lose like that more than you do the 73 that's point true. loss it was uh it was actually really cool that they had a shot of the, of like four thunder players right there right when that oh, was like so 61 good. footer went in yeah it was like, wow, you never get a camera shot like this. Of like the whole team in one shot. The faces were great. They were so uh, good. Shay just turned around. He was so upset. Poor he Shea. was so upset. Poor Shay just hit this incredible shot. And then it all goes away. But this is it's great news because the Pelicans and the Thunder had the same amount of wins going into that night. And now the Pelicans have one more. Yeah. So, hooray. Hooray. We did it. We did it. Good job, team. There you go, guys. The Thunder currently sit in the reverse standings at three, at eight and nineteen. The Magic are five and twenty-four. The Detroit Pistons are four and twenty-three. How do the Magic do it every year, man? Every single year. It's amazing. They do it because that's yeah. that's bad, but that's good. It's for bad. who for them. I don't know though. They can't. It's like. How many times can it be good before it's just bad? Like, how many seasons in a row can it be good for your team? And then it's like, all right, we don't even know how to draft. <laughs> we're obviously yeah, not. Yeah. We're just We've like chasing our tail else. now. They had a good draft last year. Yeah. They had a good one. Says Franz, you. Franz Wagner has been really good. I'm still a Suggs guy. Yeah, but you want to tank like that to get the guy. They may have gotten a guy. No, the guy. Yeah, they didn't get the guy. They didn't get the guy. No. You can always you can always tank and get a guy. You're probably gonna get a guy. Um every draft. You could have Jonathan Kaminga. That's instead. true. Instead. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Uh it's it's funny that like the Warriors picked the guy in the middle there that was mm-hmm. just like no. Because yeah. there were there were teams in the top six or you know, eight that were just like we're not going near Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah. Like, we're not doing that. And he's been fine in limited minutes, and I am mean, know Warriors fans are excited about him. But it's funny to think of him. He's going to have to do a lot of work to fit into their team concept. And it takes guys. It took some of those guys years to figure out how to play yeah. with the Warriors. And Kaminga is offensively, like, he's a black hole. Mm-hmm. And that, I th- my guess is it's part of why they didn't want to bring him here. Mm-hmm. Is that they knew the kind of the mentality that he had. So, but yeah, the draft that draft is is really interesting in the top like eight or so. You know what else was interesting? Hmm. Last night's Poku Pack Party. Yeah, where you went to the Poku. Pack I was party. there. Tell us about the Poku Pack Party. Uh, number <laughs> one, it was great. Got to meet a lot of dunkers there at the Poku Pack Party, and you got it signed. I got. I think that that's he signed that. He did. Multiple, I got three fanny packs signed last night. I had my kids take them up to him. Hmm. And one of them was a small 
fanny pack that Arden bought. We bought it for him. He didn't buy it. He didn't have money yet. He's three. Um, but he took it up to him. Poku looked at it and then looked up and was like, this is not a Poku pack. <laughs> Did he sign it? He signed it. Wow. That's, that's, oh, he eventually signed it. He's that's like, a lot. Oh. He's like, but I'll still sign it. That was pretty big of him. Now it is a Poku Arden pack. was crying. Yeah. By the way, because he said he, he was like he's crying because he doesn't have a Poku pack. <laughs> he would be happier with a Poku pack. <laughs> he would be happier with a Poku pack. A little too hard on the cell there, though, Poku. I mean, it's a kid. Come on, Poku was so happy the whole time. Good. He was so so joyful. Good for him to be there. So, yeah, it was good. Good for him in his first major good merchandising, event. Uh, yeah, event. You yeah, know? there were a lot of people there. There's a big line. Like the line went all the way outside. Josh Getty walked by, didn't know what was happening. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. He was that's he hilarious. Did, like w- not planned, unplanned. He was so his his mom came into town. Uh-huh. His parents are in town. Uh, oh, for Christmas, that's nice. Welcome. They, they met at the Coffee Slingers coffee shop next door, mm-hmm. and then we're just like walking by. <laughs> he was like, "What's going on here?" Did he eventually figure it out? And he's like, Poku's here? <laughs> like, packs. He's thinking, he's thinking, I'm behind the times. I need to get an article of clothing. Poku didn't tell his what? teammates. Poku... Why isn't Poku telling people about his packs? He didn't tell his, his teammates. teammates about his packs. I don't know, man. Is he embarrassed? I don't know. He doesn't want them to make their own packs. That could be it. He don't want competing packs. If there's a moose pack, I mean, oh, there goes. Moose pack. There goes. There goes. There's a lot of jealousy. A lot of his packs. Or could not be sold, maybe. If Josh starts making like full outfits, he calls them uh, Josh's giddy ups. Oh my! Here's yeah. the thing: we've got what we have right now. Poku, I don't know if he meant to do this. He started a Thunder Player apparel arms race. Yeah, it is. They all need. <laughs> You're right. That I think uh, Josh could maybe get some beanies or hats. Yeah, jeans. Oh man, jeans. I don't know. Jeans are. Jeans are tough. Jeans are out. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> but yeah, that I'm glad. It, I, I might swing by and get me a pack today. A poker pack. Go get a poker pack. Because when I went on vacation, I had a I had a fanny pack, and guess what? It was wonderful. They're still they're still wonderful. available. Go get you a poker pack. However, I don't think Poku will be there to sign it. No, but you can still get them. But, they're they're pretty cool. But they have embroidered on it already his signature. Mm-hmm. So if you if you're a good artist, you could. Pretend. You know, looking at pretend. Poku's yeah. actual signature next to the the embroidered the Sitch signature, he's worked on it. I think you could. Uh, I think you could pretty easily make it look like Poku signed your pack. Oh, easily. We'll get it. We're putting it, Andrew's getting it, so you guys can look. Yeah. Um. There it is. Poku embroidered. Poku's signature. That's embroidered, and then Andrew's kid tried to copy it next to it. Here's the thing. It's a beautiful piece of apparel right there. And it really it's is. Functional. It's um it's very becoming. Um and it is uh and it can has a lot of storage. Becoming. Don't, don't be caught without it. Come. Yeah, it's cool. Stop uh that. all right. So you know what Fanny means overseas? Taylor. What were you gonna say? It's Christmas. It means butt. <laughs> so uh the thunder bench this is, it's it's trade season the thunder bench played really really well in that game if they would have won if they would have maybe won in overtime the Devonte graham shot doesn't go in they win in overtime we're sitting here talking about the bench we're talking about mike Mascala 
putting in 16 points in like four seconds. We're talking about Kenrich Williams hitting a career high five three pointers in a game. Five of six, right? Five of six. He's now shooting 42% on the season. It's crazy. Um, what are the chances you guys think that these guys get traded before the trade deadline, beginning mm. of February? Hmm. Um, it would be strategic trades. So you'd trade the better players. I think you get, uh, I don't know if you have to trade Moose because clearly you can get, just control <laughs> like how much he affects a game and he doesn't re- seem to mind that much. You don't have to let the Moose loose. Yeah, you don't have to. You yeah. can, this is a very, this is a highly trained Moose. It's an op- optional looseness. Yeah. Restrain the Moose. Restrain the Moose. You. They have full control of this Moose. Kenrich though, I don't know. That's a guy who's like younger in his NBA career. And uh, I don't know. He might he might appreciate it. He may not care as much as I might worry that he cares about. But maybe that's a guy you can get some uh, future assets for. Would you trade? What would you want in return for a Kenrich Williams? Oh, I don't know. More picks. You just want more picks. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Greedy. Or like a young, maybe a young rookie that isn't really getting a lot of, uh, yeah, isn't getting a lot of playing time. Alex and I went through a list on Wednesday of guys. There's some, there's some interesting trade candidates. I don't know that they're going to trade either one of them. I think they. I'm under the impression that these guys are good for development for the, yeah, for the guys on this team, especially coming off the bench when it's like Trey Mann coming in the game. If you take Kenrich. And Mike off the team. Like who's he play? Like who are they playing with then? Mm-hmm. And they'll play with maybe if they only brought in picks, which is possible. Then like you play minutes with feet crutchy, you know? Yeah. I the thing with them is right, they are just coming off the bench, but it's my mind. No, no, it's not. It's really yeah, not. It's shake. better now. Okay. Um, even though they are just coming off the bench in limited minutes at times you still are playing with fire because when they do come off the bench, sometimes it doesn't take long for them to really shift a game in the right direction for SGA, the wrong direction for Thunder franchise and fans. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's a dilemma. It's an actual yeah. dilemma that they have because I do think that they could get something for Kenrich yeah. at the trade deadline. I'm not sure they could get a whole lot for, for Moose. I think it's probably better to just keep him here. I still feel like they should just keep both of them i think you're losing enough as is i mean if you stay in the third spot if that's where they were and they kept those guys that's great because i just think that the the moment like how many how many years do we need a kenrich williams on this team like Wait, uh... like with the kd russ teams oh yeah like yeah if, yeah yeah that's the problem like he would have started Oh yeah, on that t- on those teams. It's the same conversation we'd had about Dort and maybe a year time. ago, or even this year. Before we knew, like, okay, Dort's here. We that's a guy we want long term. We've talked about. Yeah. Earlier, do we want to trade him? And it was the same conversation. This is the guy we've wanted on this team for when the team is good for a long, long time. Yeah. I, I would, if they trade him, and we're good in three years. You're gonna regret but, it, but yeah. we need a wing. I'm like, you know what? We had Kenrich Williams. Yeah, <laughs> we had. Yeah. Uh, however, if they lose like a ton next year and then get Wembenyana, like I can't complain. Then, 
you know. Have you seen the popular movie Austin Powers? Many times. I think we need to freeze him and thaw him out mm. in the year 2025. Uh, yeah, I mean, even 2024. Yeah. If he just emerged from his cryo chamber. Uh-huh. We just got to watch out because you know what happens. Happens all the time when you're in there. People steal your mojo. His mojo could be stolen. Yeah, and you can't. He has to have the mojo. You know what Taylor I feel looks bad. like? I feel bad for I've his I've lost wife. my mojo. Look what Taylor looks like. He looks like a, a professional wrestler. Sammy Zane. Oh, That's do I? Yes, yeah, you're, oh, exactly cool. like, you're dressed exactly like him. I like that. That's <laughs> yeah, good. So, thank the, you. The Thunder just finished up um, a really soft spot in their schedule. They had Washington, Houston, Houston, Memphis, Detroit, Toronto, Lakers, Dallas, New Orleans. And they got two wins out of that whole thing. I think that's awesome. It's very good. Their upcoming schedule. Clippers, Grizzlies, Nuggets, Suns, New Orleans in New Orleans, Sacramento, Suns, Knicks, Mavericks. That's until January 2nd. How many wins do you want to see during that time? One. That would be wonderful. Wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they may get more than that. Also, we just don't, I mean, with all the COVID protocol stuff going on in the league, we don't know who's going to be playing when. It's crazy. The Thunder have had zero problems this year, which in in a perfect world, that's a great advantage for you. You know, just to have guys available to play basketball is a huge advantage for you. So it'll be interesting because like the Kings, for instance, Hmm. you you would think by the 28th when they play the Kings that the Kings would be okay. But you never know. Honestly, you don't know. Only time will tell. Are you you implying that it would be helpful if there was a COVID outbreak? (laughs) Taylor, come on. It's Christmas. I would never do that. It's Christmas. It's Christmas, man. Christmas. No, it's great. I mean, it's I'm glad they haven't. Yeah. Honestly, but I'm just yeah. saying like you don't know who you're playing from night to night. Like you know who the, who the teams are, but you don't know who you're playing. Uh Clippers here tomorrow night. Paul George has not been playing the last few games. However, the Clippers have been still been playing pretty well. Um so I'll be interested to see if we get PG in OKC. Welcome back. You what's the welcome. I'm in, what's the reception like for Paul George? I think it's class. I think it's it's class. I think it's classy indifference. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's a golf clap. Classy indifference is classy the indifference. is the perfect way to classy describe indifference. it. I have no feelings, positive or negative, about Paul George. I have positive feelings because he did allow them to make the trade, because he could have gone to the Clippers the year before. He could have gone to the Lakers the year before. He stayed with the team, yeah. re-signed, came back. Like that's that allowed them to get Shea, to get all the picks, yeah, to have sure. like a proper reset. Okay. I'm so I have positive feelings about Paul George. Even though he left and didn't play out his contract here, he did the he honestly did the best thing for the franchise. Because where was the Paul George Westbrook team going? Yeah. On a scale of negative to 10 hell. being, I'm yeah. very negative feelings. 10 being a positive. Yeah. He's sitting with me at about a two. I'm like, okay. Oh, more negative? Really? No, two. Not negative two. Negative two would be negative. Positive two. Oh, so you're going negative 10 to, to 10. 10. Yeah. Oh. Because the negatives are. What a weird scale. That's, that is a weird scale. I'm at a two. I'm at a two. 
<laughs> okay, that's good. Thanks. That's good. Uh, yeah. I, w- I wish him nothing. <laughs> w- <laughs> and that's the end. All right. Take John's back toy bigger in victory. Myth. Factory Mift. Welcome to Ten Shots Factory Victory. According to not a lot of reputable sources, Kyrie Irving would be open to getting a plant-based vaccine in order to get back on the court. Impossible vaccine. Yeah, the impossible or the beyond vaccine. Well, beyond vaccine. Yeah. Beyond vaccine. We'll see. We'll see who gets there first. <laughs> beyond vaccine. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Is there anything in your life that you believe in so much that you will be that you will not be moved or swayed no matter the circumstance? I do. I have three things. And I'm pretty one is a new discovery that I've had. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a really because it has a re- with it a really good explanation that I just like. That's true. Okay. I don't care, and I will listen to no information about it not being mm-hmm. right now on the shelves, at the local liquor store. There's a lot of bourbon barrel wines. Okay, right? Okay. And what I've heard is actually they're not stored in bourbon barrels and like done like that and aged or whatever. That's what they say on the bottle. Yeah. What it actually is is all the smoke. From like the fires a few years ago affected the grapes and it gives oh. them a smoky flavor and it's branding. And I believe that. Someone told me that I was like, I believe that. Nothing I can hear will make me wow. change that. That makes a lot of sense. Uh-huh. That's my that's my current new one. Second, I'm never going to a hundred percent believe that we landed on the moon. Okay. Do you believe it? Yes. A hundred percent. You have no doubts. Uh, I, I mean, I believe I, it's it. hard for me to believe anything a hundred percent, but as far yeah. as my beliefs go, I believe it. Yeah, I believe that it happened. I also don't ever think about it. I never think about I, it. I thought about it yesterday when Taylor <laughs> asked this question, and I think about it. I also don't think I don't believe the Helen Keller story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. Okay? I'm I'm sorry if that's an unpopular opinion. I don't believe it. A hot hot topic And there's nothing really you could tell me to make me believe it. It really really was hard to understand. The child. The story. Because she can't hear or see, yet she's able to communicate. I do not believe that. Yeah. I don't get it. It, and then I've pulled up YouTube videos. Yeah, I believe it even less now. Really? Seeing it, I think I think it's a con of her, of her person. You know, she had a person yeah. who was interpreting for her and like yeah. talking. And so Helen Keller will say something, and then the person will interpret it. And she's like, "That's not what she said." Yeah, they're just making up what she said. Wow, I don't believe it that's a pretty good scam because now it is taught in public schools as if it is she touched water and she said water how (laughs) how (laughs) i don't get it wow oh Uh, that's a really uh, you know you're making me i might have to come back next week with a with an opinion on this and i like do my own research you know free to call me i will talk to you about it i'm 
I believe. Uh, I'm I'm cannot be swayed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's hard for me to I, I'm not even gonna I know argue with you because wow. you're making me think about it, you know? Oh interesting. Uh-huh. Okay, Andrew, what's yours? Um mm-hmm. well, I believe in God. You're mm-hmm. not gonna sway me from that. And I also believe that the Thunder would have won the championship if Patrick Beverly didn't run into Westbrook's knee. That year. Yeah. Firmly believe it. Yeah. Like oh. I count it as a championship in my head. Thanks a lot, Patrick Beverly. Patrick That's Beverly is also like the number one idiot in the NBA. Cannot be classic. swayed. Cannot be swayed on you can't that. Can't be swayed on that. Number classic one idiot. Classic idiot. There's yeah, there's nothing that you can say that would make me feel differently yeah. about Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Yeah. I've got his top shot a few times to sell it immediately. I just I just try to delete it. Yeah. I just hit delete. Just drive it down the number, sell it, give it away. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor, what was your answer? Um, I believe that the best way to consume Nutella is on wheat toast with slices of bananas. Okay. Have you had it on a croissant? Yes, I have. Isn't that good? It is good. It is not the best way. It is good, though. It is good. It is not the best way. I, I also believe Nutella is the number one spreadable chocolate. <laughs> what is going on here? Is there an ad here? <laughs> Taylor's Life is recently brought to you by Nutella. I I don't know that I've ever had Nutella. What? Ever? That's more shocking That's than the weird. Helen Keller take. They've never had it. I would like. I would love to. You know what's going to happen, Luke? Huh? You'll never have had Nutella before, and you will touch it, and you'll say Nutella. Nutella. <laughs> you'll just know if just it's know. Nutella. Nutella. I also believe this. <laughs> I also believe this. We don't really know what McDonald's is supposed to taste like. The original McDonald's burger, fries, anything like that. Because do we know what anything was originally supposed to taste yeah. like? What well, do you mean? I feel like if you think about mean? like uh, okay, when you think about McDonald's, it has tasted basically the same your whole life. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I, I had argued the opposite. I argued that you know exactly what McDonald's tastes like. Yeah. Now for you, but that was uh, they formulated that flavor based on what Americans have wanted. Now, the McDonald's today, there's just no way that that is what McDonald's no. tasted like. Yeah, before. no. Yeah, I agree with you. But but it's tasted the same since we were five. Yeah, but they're not trying to. They're trying to taste. Like- I've got to grab a bag of stuff because I've been gone for a while. Oh, man. Where have you been? One, when we went to... <laughs> I'm on an elevator right now. When we went and had the live pod Thunder game uh, down to dunk night. Yeah. Multiple people talked to me about how much they enjoy my wrestling takes. Yeah. Multiple. Multiple. And I thought no one enjoyed them. We have at least four people that enjoy the wrestling takes. Oh, multiple is more than one. And (laughs) two whole people. More than two that night talked to me about it. And I felt good. I'm also going to WrestleMania. I'm very excited about that. Also, you guys know Eamon Shumpert won Dancing with the Stars? I didn't know he won. I knew he was on it. He was very good. Yeah, Eamon. Eamon Shumpert. Eamon. Eamon? Eamon. Eamon. He was very very good. And the thing that was best about it, are you guys Dancing with the Stars? Am I Dancing with the Stars? Uh No. Are you a guy Dancing with the Star guy? I've never seen it. Are you Dancing with the Star guy? (laughs) No, I'm not Dancing with the Star guy. Not really, but I watched this season because The Miz was on it. Oh. And and he was 
one of the worst. But by the end, he was one of the best. One of the best. He was really good. You know, he's used to overcoming adversity and learning. It's and true. Adapting. He did. He got the mirror ball trophy. That's the trophy they won at the end. Wow. A lot it's of people, impressive. A lot of people didn't think Shepard would be much of a pro. Well, pretty good pro. Proving them wrong. Yeah. A lot of people didn't think he'd be much of a dancer either. Proved them yeah. wrong. Good for you, Iman. If you guys uh, think and you want to go see one, you should watch. They had a Halloween episode, and he had one uh, based on the movie Us, and it was very good. That's when he like started to really shine. Wow. Yeah. He got it. He got all tens. First thought you were about to say <laughs> the movie Up. <laughs> it's based on the movie Up. He was um, the bird. He was he was the old man, and his dancing partner was the dog. And his dancing partner was the little kid. The little kid? Yeah. Yeah. Um, then that's it. That's that's my grab bag right now. You guys have anything else you want to ask me? You haven't seen me in so long. Yeah. You, got, you haven't even asked how I've been. I've been great. <laughs> I've been great. That's my deep dive. I'm good. We'll be right back after this quick break. <laughs> Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son Evan continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and Cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. All right, we're back after the quick break. And now it's time for some... Twitter questions. Our first Twitter question comes from at Smelly Fart Box Eight Eight, who wants to know: Will Mike be on the team post All Star break? Yes, I think so. I think he's in for the long haul. I think so too. I don't I, think he's going to nowhere. No, I think I think he he loves being here. The team loves having him here. Yeah, he's helpful. He's helpful for development. Just in that, like he's he and Ken Rich are the only guys that can shoot. I'm hope I hope he's here. I hope we all. Forty-four percent this season. Um, our next Twitter question comes from at Miguel Devella two five, who wants to know is JRE a thick daddy or thick baby? Oh, this is you're reading last week's question. Oh, am I? Yeah. Well, I don't see the new ones. Should I get on Twitter and answer? Yeah, those? I tagged you in the new ones. I was like, man, that's that that uh that question sounded so familiar, Look but at me. but also like such a common Mike Muscala question that it could have been. Yeah. It could have been this week, too. Okay, here we go. He's a thick baby, by the way. He's a thick baby. Okay. Now, our first Twitter question, um, <laughs> after the blasts from the past, is from at Zach Deeg. 
who wants to know if OKC had gotten one and five, who do you think they would have drafted? Imagine oh, man. SGA, Dort, Giddy. Who cares? What a, Mobley lineup. What a painful, painful thought. Uh, they probably take Evan Mobley, number one. And then number five, my guess they would take they would have taken Giddy still. Yeah. Um it's possible they take Jalen Suggs, but my guess is that they take Giddy at that spot. So you just add Mobley to this team, which is a painful painful thought so thank you for that on this friday morning yes thank you <laughs> thank you for that pain hey our next twitter question comes from at miguel Devella 25 who wants to know why am i scared of the thunder drafting chet is it because of my poku trauma without a doubt it's the poku trauma it's the skinny guy who does a lot of things He's, you know seven feet can handle can do all these kinds of things uh the big difference between Poku and Chet, and I cannot emphasize this more, is Chet's willingness to get in there and mix it up with everybody. I mean, I, I went and watched Poku live in person uh, the other day with the blue downtown. Got front row seats to it. He just wanted no part of mixing it up with anybody. When he get close to the basket, the ball would have to basically bounce in his area for him to reach up and get it. He's not trying to move anybody around. He's not trying to use his body at all. Mm -hmm. He doesn't draw fouls. Like None of that's happening because I don't think that he wants to get in there and use his body. And some of that is that he will get tossed around. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. But still, like he's very unwilling. Chet, will. he's very different. And the mentality that Chet has is very different. Like Chet is a killer. And also Chet is like an elite shot blocker and going to be an elite defender at the NBA level where Poku has like Poku has the instincts to do it, but he hasn't done that yet. So I think there's a lot of differences between them. Also Poku's more of a wing. Chet's more of a big. It's just the fact that they're just so incredibly skinny. But I think that, if Chet was in the league this year, and it's funny, they're like basically the same age that you would you would see the difference. Um, there's there's a, a, a clear difference. It would also make the Thunder the most wacky team in the league if they got Chet added to this team. It would be it would be wacky. Um, <clears throat> uh, maybe he could teach Poku how to get in there and mix it up. That would that's it's it's an element that he's missing. Obviously, the the number one element is shot making <laughs> that Poku is missing. Yeah. But if he could, if he was more willing to do that, and it, his he is getting bigger. Like Poku is a lot bigger than he was last year. There's, I, I think he could handle a little bit more. So there was some old player where they were described as being three years away from being three years away. Yeah, that's always how I've kind of felt about Poku. That's I mean. Poku was yes, and this is only year two. Like we have to remember that with Poku, yeah. and he's he's, he's not young. even twenty yet. Yeah, he turns twenty in nine days. Twenty in nine days. Yeah, is he a Christmas baby? He's a twenty-six. Oh, yeah, man, that's the worst post-Christmas baby. Christmas, you gotta feel bad for even that. That's Christmas. a tough day to have a birthday isn't because it? you can't have a birthday party. Your friends are all doing Christmas. Yeah, uh, and guess what? getting gifts and it's a it's oh birthday and christmas yeah she's bs it's overload it's too much and, and you also know that you're probably getting like 20 percent less than you would have if your birthday was in june oh yeah 
Oh, like, yeah. they can't. We can't justify spending the same amount. If you get that spaced out a little bit, you have forgotten how much you spent at Christmas. You're going to oh. get a little bit more. Oh, I absolutely agree. I had a cousin that was a Christmas baby. Yeah, and, I, and as a kid, I was like, "This is awesome." He's getting double the double. Presents. But then I grew older, and I was like, "This is terrible." This is terrible for this him. This is terrible. It's really bad. <laughs> you only so. get one chance. And what if you change your likings halfway through the year? Because when, as a kid. Your likings can change pretty quickly. Oh yeah, they uh they can change on a dime. You're like I I loved Digimon oh, yeah. at Christmas, and I have all this Digimon stuff, and now I think Digimon is no good. Here's the problem, um, is that's just growing up. Like I've I've had I know my friends that our parents like oh my kids were having a Paw Patrol party, and then like the week yeah. before the party they're like I don't like Paw Patrol anymore. I like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and the parents like. Have an attic full of Paw Patrol stuff. <laughs> like, oh no! What do I do? Um, so it's it's tough. It is. It's tough. Poor but uh, poor Poku, go out there and support him buying the pack for uh, his Christmas. His Christmas birthday. Hey, our next Twitter question comes from at Stuck on Morrow, who said he's coming to a game for the first time since the Now I Do What I Want season. Wow. Where Westbrook had a triple double at half. Where should he and his best friend eat? Hmm. Great question. What do you think, El Man? Um, if you're wanting something quick before the quick. game, walkable. Walkable. Spark. That's not what I want, but I understand the But want. if you do, and it's and still like very good. I think there's I, I would say Spark is like a great place. I haven't been yet. It's we've been three times. It's good. It's very good. What is the pink sauce? What is that? Very what kind good. Of sauce is that? Um, we've had it. It's like kind of like garlicky. Oh, really? Yeah, I like that. It's good. Um, it's very good. If I were to say something in walkable, and because that is very walkable, I would do that. It's like the newest, newest uh, little uh, spot. It's spot. The north end of Scissors Hill Park. Yeah, very and good. if you haven't been there since downtown, since then, I don't know where you live. It sounds like maybe you're coming from out of town. Uh, See Caesar Tell Park. It wasn't. It's there. about to blow your mind. About to blow your mind. Yeah, walk around, enjoy it. But that's where I would say too. I think that's a very good uh, thing. I've also recently um, rediscovered the mule. Oh yeah, Love it's it. a staple. It's always good. It's always good. Always it's great. It's you not that go. far from the arena either. You got to really drive it, but it's not that drive far. It. Drive it. Yeah, but I would agree with that. Okay, let's go to our next Twitter question. It comes from at MattChatWX who says, based on at Red94 account and other Rockets Twitter, Thunder made one of the worst trades in history passing on Singoon. <laughs> Is this actually true or are they desperately clinging to his hope since he's one of the few under 25 players they have contributing decently? So, Shengun is is going to be a good player. Like he's, a, I don't think that anybody doubted the, his ability to play in the NBA. Uh, the reason he fell was because of his overall size for the center position. He's undersized, and he is the defense is a giant question mark with him. And those are still giant question marks with him. He's doing all the things that people thought he would. Like he's a good rebounder. He's a good passer. Uh, he can score the basketball, but the the question. And, and this is and this is why I, I still am a little glad that they didn't take him. Is that 
he's going to make a lot of money in his career. There's no doubt that Alperin Shingun is going to make a lot of money. So you're going to have to contribute a lot of resources to him. And then is he a guy that once you get to the playoffs, like right now it's fine. Like the, they have nine wins, like whatever, like you can play whoever. It doesn't really matter. But when like the stakes are high and everything matters, like he is like canter like on the defensive end. So like, what do you do? He can't, he has to be, is he a bench big? Okay, fine. If he's your starting center for your team, one, your, your defense is going to have to come from somewhere else. And it's not coming from Jalen Green. Like, we know that for a fact. So now you have, like, two weak spots in your rotation on defense. Like, it's just harder to build that way. I'd rather have a center that can defend. Like, that's just, I mean, like, a, a Chet would be a much better starting point for you than Shingun. Also, the fact remains the Thunder got two first-round picks, and we don't know what those are going to be. Yeah, that's the hard thing because, like, once we have them and we see like <laughs> who those players are and what those become, well, I hope we're like, great trade. Yeah, that was genius. So good. But right now, when we have two future picks that aren't anything right now, they're just you know ideas, and he's playing. It's a little frustrating. Yeah, but- yeah. It's I mean, it's fine, and I mean. A lot of people are like, well, like the only way to justify this is like comparing him to JRE or comparing him to somebody else. It's like, listen, like just like you should probably just stop because that the comparing player stuff across the board is like ultimately like one of like the more toxic things on Twitter, yeah. <laughs> honestly, because it just doesn't it's it's not going to get you what you want. Like, they They made the trade. It was a process oriented trade. They offered way more than anyone would ever offer for the 16th pick in the draft, and they took it. And that's like that's that. It's why it's why the process that what we're doing is so hard because it's like ah, uh, like that's a person now that can play on the team now and contribute now. When, yeah, and that's not necessarily what we want, but and there'd be minutes for him. Yeah, there'd be a lot of minutes for him. And honestly, like if he were on this team, we'd probably love him. Because of because of the passing, and you'd be like, "Oh my yeah. goodness, look at all the passing they have with Giddy and Shangun, and look how much better SGA is as a passer." And I mean, there's there's a lot. There would we would be excited about him. There's no doubt about it. Um, but I think ultimately, and McKelly talked about this even before the season started, that like if if his ceiling, like people think his ceiling is like Jokic, like one like Jokic is giant, um, yeah. and Shangun is not that as big as as Jokic but Jokic is is like an elite scorer an elite passer he's not the worst defender his his feet aren't that bad um and, and if he becomes that then like clearly the thunder made a huge mistake and there's a chance they made a huge a huge mistake um after watching him I've seen him live in person twice I'm just I'm not convinced that they did uh now will he be a productive player in the NBA for a long time. I believe he will be. Yes. But you also have to ask yourself the question, is he the type of player you want to build around? Yeah. Um, also shout out to snowy leopard who asked basically the same question. Shout out, um, shout out. Um, okay. Our next Twitter question comes from at Alex underscore bowler Jack, who wants to know what are some underrated superpowers? Hmm. This is like, Oh man's, this is this is your 
your area of expertise. Here is the one that's been, I always think it's most underrated. It's not like a big superhero. Yeah. He's had his own stuff, like his own comics, and they have been good. It's multiple man. Anytime force hits his body, like if he snaps or claps or he gets punched in the face, two of him, like he makes an exact clone of himself. Oh. Right? So if he's in a fight against you and he just goes, you're fighting now six guys. Wow. And they all have his, they're his same size, his same size, have his same powers, everything. So that by itself is, you know, a cool power. How do you get them? How do you get all back to one? He can reabsorb them. Okay. And take them back. But the, the, if the thing that he's, his power is, is when he reabsorbs them, he gets their knowledge and the skills that they've had. Oh. So what he's done is he has sent them out to like one, one has gone out and become a doctor. One has gone out and gone like a physicist. One has gone out and become like, wow. um, so this is has, like multiplicity, but like good. Yes. And so, and then they come back after their journey to do that and they, he reabsorbs them. And wow. so he has a huge amount of knowledge. He's very proficient. And like he wow. sent one to learn like karate, one to learn kickboxing, one to, and he reabsorbs them and he has all that. And then once he has it, if he makes a copy, they have it too. Wow. And so um, it's very underrated because when you think he just makes a copy of himself, it's like, that's lame. Like, yeah, he's just a regular guy. But what they've done and taken it is really good. Underrated Man. superpower. Man, I would love to have that that superpower. That would be, that's honestly maybe one of the best. That's a great one. Yeah. Because like, just imagine, like, you're like, man, we need to get the house clean. I'm going to clap 30 of me, and the house will Just be clean done. in 10 minutes. The only problem is this. Gumby had a similar thing where he made a clone of himself, and he <laughs> sent the Gumby clone to school. Yeah. Well, Gumby stayed home, watched TV, and ate junk food, and got really fat. Yeah. And he... Uh, there is a scenario. And then he couldn't that. go out, because everybody be like, Gumby, you've made a copy of yourself. Yeah. He couldn't go out <laughs> and enjoy himself because he was so So fat. what happens if you send one to the gym? And then you reabsorb him. Um, do you get the uh, Do you get the workout? Yes, yes, you do. Wow. Yeah, and so he, so okay, yeah, keep going. And so he has some that are just like working out all the time. He's some that are surgeons. He has some that are you know going out and doing all this stuff. One is like one is a preacher in Texas. Wow. And like he's gone out and he's had to go out at one point and find them all and like get them back together. Um, but it's very good superpower. Man, see, I could have sent one of myself to the thunder game the other night one of myself to the to the daily ding at home watching all the games and another one of myself volunteering at, at my church all at once and the other sleep go sleep the other one's sleeping rest up gaining some sleep for me and then i reabsorb that i've done it all it would be awesome it would, I would be love that that is that is a very and it's not only is it underrated it's extremely practical that's right <laughs> that's right i would have it that's the one i would have if i had to pick one i'd do that um Okay. Okay. Who is that? Multiple man. Multiple man. Yes. Jamie okay. Maddox, the multiple man. <laughs> this is man. He's an X. He's an X-Men character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Our next Twitter question comes from at the Nelfit King, who wants to know if you could market your own branded article of clothing or accessory, what would it be? Oh man, this is a good one. Um maybe some uh athletic shorts. I wear so I wear athletic shorts almost exclusively all uh, the time. You got Lulu, you tried Lululemon? I need to try Lululemon. They're very good. Okay. Yes. I got to try that. 
Yes. Okay. Add it to your Christmas list. All right. It's on the Christmas list. Yeah, that's that's something that I would like to have. I think a good swimsuit would be good. <laughs> what what's the style? Uh patterned. Patterned. Like a pattern. But I mean swimsuit. like uh, short shorter. 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 Not board shorts. Yeah, not board shorter. shorts. Yeah. Board shorter. shorts out. Because man, a good swimsuit is so key. And and would you just have it say L Man on them? There'd be some branding. Yeah. There'd be some branding on it. But yes, <laughs> it would be good. I would do. I would do a swim we both, suit. We, we both chose bottoms. Bottoms. Well, you gotta have. <laughs> it's you don't have to have a top. You, you gotta, don't. You gotta have a bottom. Hundred percent true. All right. Let's move on to another Twitter question. Okay. Andrew it comes from at Dort Poi, who wants you to describe your emotions during the last two seconds of the Thunder Pelicans Thunder game. He has a roller coaster emoji. Yeah, it was. It went from being like, "Oh man, over like that was a cool shot, Shay," but overtime, man, that's terrible. Then the shot goes down, and I am, I am elated. I am on cloud nine. Whenever that Devonte Graham shot goes through, it is incredible, incredible. Let's go to this next Twitter question. It's from at Pacman Tomlinson, who says, "Would you trade for Sabonis if he accepted sitting on the bench for the remainder of this season?" <laughs> And then this emoji. <laughs> oh, what a preposterous thought. Bringing you in. Hey, we want you to come to OKC, not play basketball. We'll pay you to not play basketball for the rest of the year. Uh, no, I would not. It would just take a lot to get him. Like, what's the trade that Indy ends up accepting from the Thunder? I mean, you'd have to give up. I'm just not, I'm not willing to give up Lou Dort in the trade. No. And that's that's probably like the minimum they ask. I think the first they're like, "Hey, SGA for Sabonis feels feels good to us." They're like, "No, okay, what about Josh Giddy?" Then they're like, "No way." And then they're like, "Okay, we'll settle for Lou Dort. You have to do Lou Dort." And, and still, I'm like, "No," because the center position is easier to fill. Sabonis is is really good, and he'd be great with this particular team. But Lou Dort to me is too valuable to give up in that trade. Then, then what do you have that Indy would want? Like outside of those three, it's nothing, you know. So I don't, I don't think that a trade makes sense in general, uh, unless they were just wanting picks back, and obviously then have a boatload of picks. But yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm really just not interested because if he were a top, like top three center one, they don't trade him. But then it's like okay, you can build around that. But he's like, what is he the? ninth best center in the league i don't know like that's where i'm just like i don't know okay this can be the last word of question if you want sure the insaw on a really weird note it's from <laughs> at ethan nickel four who wants to know how many games would this team win if we added kevin durant that is a sick question a lot the answer is a lot shay is the second best player dort uh-huh. is your third best guy You'd play Ken Rich a ton. You'd play Muscala a ton. They would be like, I mean, they'd be better than Memphis. I mean, this and this is, a, a, I don't want to talk about Kevin Durant, but this is a way to illustrate like how much having, how much having a top level player in the league matters. Because, I mean, the truth is that there are very few players in the NBA that really, really matter. This is part of, Part of why, like, I don't really care about the Shangun thing, because 
the odds of Shangun like really, really mattering and being a guy that you can't just replace is very low, like extremely, extremely low. Yeah. And why if the Thunder could just get one in the next two drafts, if they can just get one guy that really, really matters in the NBA, it changes everything for you. It changes every single thing for you. Yeah. And so I don't know if Chet is one of those guys. I don't I mean, I don't know if there's any even one of those guys in this next draft, period. I don't know. I mean, it could end up being Jabari Smith. It could be Paolo. Like, we don't know. If they decide it's Jaden Ivey or Kendall Brown or whoever. Like it could it could be one of those guys. There's a chance that there's not any of those guys. In the following draft, though. A lot of people are already deciding that there's multiple players that really matter. And that's why you want to wait. And people are like, we can't wait because of Shea. Like, stop. Stop that. Because if you added one player that really mattered to this team, the acceleration over the next couple of years of having that kind of guy would be tremendous. Mm-hmm. So you want to hold off as long as you can. And if they can do it for two more drafts, I think that they will have a decent shot of getting somebody that like truly matters in this league. Like you can stack. Sometimes you can stack guys that are kind of like middling on top of each other and they become, you become a good team. Like lots of teams do that. That's why most teams are in the middle. It's because they just stack player on player on player. All right. We're now the fifth seed. Cool. Uh, You want to jump the middle as much as possible. And the way you jump the middle is by getting elite talent. That's just how you do it. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. Do it already. Uh, All right. Thanks so much for listening to our pod. We'll be back on Monday with more Thunder podcasting. Until then. Hey, don't be miffed and creeped. Don't be miffed and creeped. It's Christmas. Don't be miffed and creeped. It's Christmas. It's Christmas, for goodness sake. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.